Since the dawn of time, man has been filled with fear and respect for the unknown and the monsters that may lurk in the shadows. Day or night, the danger of the unknown is ever-present, and no one can truly know what lies ahead. The darkness can be filled with terror and dread, and even the bravest of souls can feel a chill of unease when venturing into our uncertain existence. Aware of the monsters from the darkness, and never underestimate the power of your own fear. Our first story of the night is called The Dawn Men of New Hope. On that dark and stormy night, the rain lashed against the windows of New Hope and the howling wind whipped through its streets. It was a night no one dared to venture out in, but the creatures that lurked in the shadows knew the storm was no more than a mere annoyance. The thunder roared and the lightning flashed, making the night even more frightening. Even in the midst of the storm, something sinister seemed to linger in the air, a feeling of dread that could not be denied. These terrifying creatures had the body of a human and the head of a dog-like creature. With long, sharp teeth and glowing eyes that smoldered like embers in the darkness, they were known as the Hounds of Hell. Tales of their bloodshed and destruction had been whispered in fear for generations, and the townspeople had come to fear their very existence. Now, the Hounds of Hell had returned, and the townspeople knew that the terror they brought with them was real. Every night, the Hounds of Hell would prowl the streets of New Hope like sinister specters, searching for their next victim to devour. With their sharp teeth and claws, they would tear apart any living thing they encountered, leaving a trail of terror in their wake. The townspeople lived in constant fear of these monstrous creatures, locking themselves in their homes at night and hoping desperately for the dawn to arrive. Such was their dread of the Hounds of Hell that no one dared step beyond their threshold after dark. One dark, moonless night, a group of brave, determined townspeople had had enough. Gathering what weapons they could find, they set out on a mission to hunt down the fabled hounds of hell that had been terrorizing their town for months. Armed with courage and determination, they scoured the streets and alleyways, searching for any sign of the dreaded creature. No one knew what horrors awaited them, but they were determined to face their fears and put an end to the reign of terror once and for all. The townspeople were on the hunt, and the hounds of hell could sense it. As if they were on the brink of some cosmic disaster, the hounds howled a warning to the other dog men throughout the town. The supernatural dogs were hidden on the outskirts of town, barking madly and howling to signal the townsfolk of their presence. At first, the townsfolk had thought the howling was just the wind, but as they drew nearer to the outskirts, the howling grew louder and more intense. It seemed almost as if the hounds wanted the townspeople to know that they were there, hiding and waiting. The townsfolk began to hunt the hounds, but they soon realized that the hounds were too fast, too agile, and too cunning. Every time they thought they had the hounds cornered, they would escape, their howling growing more frantic with each attempt. The townsfolk were growing desperate, and they began to fear that the hounds had some kind of dark power that they could not hope to defeat. As they grew closer to the outskirts, the howling of the hounds became louder, almost as if they were warning the townspeople that they were now hunting them. The townspeople were terrified, but the hounds seemed to be getting the better of them. As the townsfolk drew nearer, the howling of the hounds became louder and more menacing, as if they were warning the townspeople that their fate would soon be sealed. The townsfolk were now certain that the hounds of hell knew that they were hunting them, and that they would soon be doomed. As the hounds howled louder and louder, the townspeople shivered in fear, knowing that their time was running out. Just when they thought they had lost their trail, they heard a faint growl in the distance. It seemed to be growing louder, echoing off the walls of the abandoned building they had stumbled upon. 
As they cautiously drew closer, they saw that the source of the noise was a pack of the hounds, their glowing eyes and menacing snarls filling the air with a chill that sent shivers down their spine. It was then they realized they were not alone. The townspeople charged at the creatures, yelling and swinging their weapons wildly. The hounds of hell fought back ferociously, their demonic growls echoing through the night sky. The townspeople were brave, but the creatures seemed to be invincible. But as the fight continued, it became clear that the townspeople had the advantage. As the creatures were backed into a corner, the townspeople pressed forward with renewed vigor, their shouts and screams of battle echoing in the air. The creatures fought back with a ferocity that was almost too much to bear. One by one, however, they were slowly overcome by the townspeople's unwavering courage. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity, the creatures were defeated. The townspeople had won. That night, the town of New Hope was forever changed. No one could forget the terror that had descended upon the town, and the people had been living in fear ever since. But that night, something miraculous happened. A small band of brave souls had decided to stand up to the creatures that had been terrorizing their town. They traveled deep into the forest, facing every imaginable danger, and eventually reached the lair of the Hounds of Hell. The battle that followed was fierce and bloody, but in the end, the brave warriors emerged victorious. The town of New Hope was free from the terror of the creatures. The people rejoiced and celebrated in the streets, and their hearts were filled with joy and hope. They never forgot the bravery of those who had stood up against the creatures and saved their town. But even though the townspeople could now live in peace, the memory of the battle remained with them. Every night, as the sun set, they could hear the distant howls of the hounds of hell echoing through the darkness. The people would lock their doors and windows and shudder in fear. And in the months and years that followed, the people of New Hope never forgot the courage of those brave warriors who had saved them from certain doom. For they knew that even the darkest of creatures could be defeated with courage and strength. I have always felt a deep-seated fear of the dark water of a deep lake. It's something primal, like a distant echo of an ancient warning about the dangers lurking beneath the surface. Something unseen and unknowable, something that terrifies and unnerves me. Who knows what horrors may be lurking in the depths of these waters, as we go further and further from shore. Our next tale of terror is titled A Day at the Lake. Jill woke up early this morning with a sense of anticipation and excitement. She had no idea what the day would hold for her, but she liked it that way. She loaded up her car with snacks and drinks, a blanket, and her camera, and decided she would drive until she found her destination, wherever that may be. She drove for about an hour until the mountains and lakes came into view. As the road rose and fell, she could see the blue lakes reflecting the sunlight, and the rocky peaks towering above her. She felt her breath taken away by the beauty of the natural landscape. Jill pulled off the highway and onto a side road. She drove for a few more miles, looking for a spot to take in the view. Then she saw a small dirt road leading off the main road. She decided to take it and see where it would lead her. The road seemed to go on forever, winding and twisting its way up the mountain. Eventually, she arrived at a picturesque lake surrounded by tall trees and rolling hills. Jill stepped out of her car and took a deep breath of the fresh mountain air, feeling a sense of peace wash over her. She realized that this was exactly what she was looking for. She decided that she wanted to take a swim at the lake. Jill opened her trunk and quickly changed into her bathing suit. But as soon as she finished changing, a truck pulled up alongside her. The man inside the truck leaned out and said in a voice thick with fear, Lady, I wouldn't go down to that lake if I were you. 
There's something down there. We can hear the screams from the road at night. Jill smiled politely and replied, Oh, come on. What's the worst that can happen? The man looked terrified, shaking his head frantically. Miss, please don't go down there. It's not safe. Jill thanked the man for his advice, pretending to get back into her car. But as soon as the truck drove away, she hopped out and made her way down to the lake. Nothing was going to stop her from taking this swim. But as Jill approached the lake, a strange feeling of dread crept up her spine. Chills ran up her arms and she felt her heart racing. Suddenly, the lake seemed sinister and foreboding. Still, Jill persisted. She jumped into the lake, the cold water feeling like a shock to her senses. Jill felt the cool breeze on her skin as she stood admiring her reflection in the serene water of the lake. She was captivated by the beauty of the tranquil setting and let out a sigh of relief as she allowed herself to take a moment to relax. But suddenly, the peacefulness was broken when something rose up from the depths of the lake. Jill was frozen in fear as it stared right back at her. Before she could react, it grabbed her and pulled her beneath the waves. The creature swam off with Jill in its grasp, and she knew that there was no escape. She screamed as her head went under, but the creature didn't let go. In a matter of moments, she was pulled into the depths of the lake, and she could feel the cold darkness closing in around her. She was terrified beyond words as she sank deeper and deeper, the creature's grip tightening around her. The lake seemed to stretch on forever, and Jill knew that she was doomed. Jill could feel her body breaking the surface of the lake. With a gasp of terror, she tried to catch her breath after being dragged under the water by an unimaginable creature. It was tall and thin, almost insect-like in its appearance. Its skin was slightly translucent, allowing her to see its flesh, blood, and muscle under its skin. It was covered in a rough, stringy hair sporadically across its body. Its tongue slithered like a snake, and it screeched at her in agony, making terrifying noises as it tried to communicate with her. Jill pleaded with it to leave her alone, but it paid no attention as it grabbed her leg and began to drag her down the beach and into the woods. She screamed for help, but no one was around. She was completely on her own. The beast was relentless, and it dragged her further and further away from the safety of the lake. Frightened, Jill mustered all her courage and tried to fight back. She stomped on its feet and clawed at its face, but it seemed to be unaffected. It kept dragging her farther into the dark, menacing forest. Jill held her breath as the creature dragged her further into the woods. The air was thick with a putrid stench of rotting flesh. She felt her heart race as the creature drew her in deeper and deeper into the woods. Finally, they reached the base of a mountain. Jill's stomach churned as she surveyed the area. There were human bones and clothing scattered all around the creature's lair. The creature hissed at her and its face became flushed with rage. Jill screamed and begged for it to stop, but it seemed to have no mercy. It dragged her further into the cave. Her screams echoed off the walls for hours until finally all that remained was the sound of the wilderness in the night. Jill was never seen again. No one knows what happened to her inside the creature's lair, but the locals still whisper stories of the people who disappear at that lake. Legend has it you can hear their screams late into the night. The dark truth is that our cities may not be as safe as we think. We have almost been conditioned to believe that the monsters attack only in the countryside, and that the people of the cities have nothing to fear. But what if a true darkness is coming for us in our cities? The horror of it is almost too much to bear and the thought of it is downright scary. It's time to face our fears and prepare for the worst. And this tale of terror is titled The Devils From Above. 
It was a dark and gloomy day in the city of Paris when the monsters first appeared. No one knew where they came from, but suddenly, the skies were filled with thousands of pink, fleshy bat-like creatures. These demons were about six to seven feet tall, with sparse hair covering their bodies and glowing red eyes. The city was filled with terror and panic as people stared up in shock, unable to comprehend what they were seeing. No one knew what to do or what these creatures were capable of. The creatures descended upon the city, their wings flapping and the sound of their screeches filling the air. Some of them landed on the sidewalks and began to attack the people below, while others hovered and circled the streets, searching for victims. The citizens of Paris were terrorized by this strange and mysterious force that seemed to come from the sky above. Every day, families were being snatched away in the dead of night by creatures that were only seen in fleeting glimpses. The creatures, became known as the devils from above, were like nothing anyone had ever seen before. They moved like shadows, swooping down from the night sky and preying upon innocent victims. Nothing seemed to be able to stop them, as they disappeared with their victims into the darkness of night. Everyone became filled with fear and dread at the thought of these devils from above. They tried their best to keep their families safe, but it was not enough. Every night, more and more people were taken, and soon the entire city was living in terror. The people of Paris quickly grew to resent the creatures that were taking their loved ones away. They prayed for a savior to come and vanquish these devils from above. But no help came, and soon a sense of despair and hopelessness had taken over the city. The city was in total disarray. People ran around in terror, screaming and trying to find safety. The sky would suddenly fill with these strange creatures, descending upon the city like a relentless storm. They would seem to come out of nowhere, and their numbers were impossible to count. These strange and unearthly creatures had no mercy. They attacked anyone and anything in their path, leaving destruction in their wake. The people of Paris cried out in terror, desperately trying to escape the merciless creatures. But wherever they ran, the monsters followed. The creatures were relentless, and the people had no choice but to try and flee. Paris had never seen such terror before. The inhabitants were thrown into chaos as mysterious creatures rampaged through the streets, destroying buildings and killing anyone who crossed their path. No one knew where these monsters had come from or why they were attacking, but one thing was certain, they did not seem to be from this world. The creatures were terrifying to behold. They were huge, hulking monstrosities that seemed to be made of pure darkness and filled with rage. Their eyes glowed with a sinister red light as they tore through the streets, leaving only death and destruction in their wake. The military was called in, but the monsters were unstoppable. Nothing seemed to be able to stop them from continuing their rampage. The people of the city had always heard stories of creatures that roamed the countryside, destroying everything in sight, but no one ever believed they'd see them in their own city. But here they were, and the rampage was unstoppable. The creatures seemed to be driven by an insatiable hunger, their eyes burning with an unnatural fury. They ripped through buildings and devoured anything they could find. There was no mercy, no chance for the innocent to escape. The survivors huddled together in makeshift shelters, hoping against hope that someone would find a way to stop the creatures. But as the days went on, they showed no signs of slowing down. Night after night, the creatures raided the city, leaving behind a trail of destruction. One day, when it seemed that all hope was lost, these creatures were seen flying around the city and crashing into buildings, leaving destruction in their wake. Then out of nowhere, one of the creatures flew into a pole with a loudspeaker attached to it, causing a strange humming sound to come out of the speaker. The citizens of Paris were terrified, 
but they soon realized that the sound it was making was disrupting the creature's sonar, causing them to fall from the sky. Scientists were quickly able to recreate the humming sound, and with the help of the military, they were able to push the creatures out of the city. People were relieved, but they all knew that the creatures could always come back at any time. The people of Paris would never forget the terrifying sight of the bat-like creatures, and the sound that saved their city. It was a haunting reminder of the fragility of their city and how easily it could be destroyed by forces beyond their control. The people of Paris had seen too much horror. They had lost loved ones to the devils from above, creatures that seemed to have no remorse or compassion. With each passing day, the city was slowly being restored to its former glory, but these poor souls would never forget the terror they had endured. To ensure that these monsters never returned, they installed loudspeakers around the city. The loud noises and constant barrage of sound were enough to keep the monsters at bay. But despite their efforts, the monsters still lurked around the city's perimeter. You could see their menacing forms in the shadows, their eyes gleaming in the darkness. They knew that eventually the monsters would get back in and cause more destruction, but with the loudspeakers, they could at least feel secure for the time being. Sometimes, when we get lost in the beauty of nature, we forget the true dangers lurking around us in the wild. The monsters seem almost drawn to the same places we go, like they know that's where we'll be. Be vigilant and stay alert, for these monsters lurk in the shadows, waiting to pounce on the unsuspecting. Never let its beauty deceive you, the wilderness can be a very dangerous place. And our next scary story is titled Danger No Trespassing. Tim and Ryan had been planning their camping trip for weeks and were finally ready to set off into the wilderness. It was the summer of their senior year in high school, and there was a sense of excitement in the air as they packed their bags in preparation for the trip. They set off early in the morning, excited to finally be able to explore the outdoors. The terrain was rugged, but they enjoyed the challenge of trekking through the forest and up the mountainside. As they hiked, they chatted about the upcoming school year and their plans for the future. Eventually, they came upon a beautiful lake nestled in a valley between two mountains. They decided to set up camp there, in spite of a sign that read, Danger No Trespassing. And soon they were enjoying a peaceful afternoon fishing in the lake. They had heard amazing stories about the lake's reputation as a fishing paradise, and were eager to see what they could catch. But little did they expect the lake to exceed their expectations so much. As soon as they had arrived, they had been able to easily catch their limit for the day. Exhilarated, they decided to get their camp set up as soon as possible. They had picked the perfect spot to camp, right on the lake, between two stunning mountains that seemed to reach all the way up to the heavens. Tim and Ryan were completely taken aback by the beauty of the location. The crystal clear lake shimmered in the sun, and the mountains stood tall, providing a comforting presence for the two campers. As the sun began to set, Tim and Ryan settled in for the night. They were grateful for the wonderful day of fishing, and the perfect location for their camp. They knew that this was going to be a memorable camping trip. As the sun began to set, Ryan and Tim started to feel a chill in the air. The trees seemed to be whispering secrets, and the rustling in the underbrush was a menacing sign of something lurking in the shadows. They tried to ignore the strange noises, but there was a palpable fear in the air. Ryan and Tim decided to press forward, setting up their campsite beneath a large tree. They lit a fire and sat around the flickering flames, feeling more at ease. But as the night dragged on, they started to hear strange noises in the distance. It sounded like something was skulking in the darkness and the sound was getting closer. 
Panic started to set in as the boys felt their hearts racing with fear. They nervously discussed whether they should pack up and move to a different campsite or stay put and risk whatever might be lurking in the shadows. Just as they were about to make up their minds, a loud roar echoed through the forest. Suddenly, they heard a loud, guttural growl from just beyond the trees. Tim and Ryan's hearts raced as they realized that whatever was making that noise was not human. Fearfully, they looked around, trying to locate the source of the sound. The growl came again, and this time it was closer. It was definitely coming from the woods. Tim and Ryan stood up and quickly started to back away. But before they could take more than a few steps, they saw a figure emerge from the darkness. It was a large, hulking beast with glowing red eyes and razor-sharp claws. The beast was snarling and growling, its teeth bared and its claws extended. They both froze in their tracks, unsure of what to do. Slowly, they both turned their heads to the left and saw a large, Bigfoot-like creature standing about 20 feet away from them. Its eyes were blazing and it had fur that was matted with dirt and twigs. It was beating its hands against its chest like a gorilla, and it was clearly angry. The creature began to move towards them, and Ryan and Tim quickly scrambled to their feet. They ran as fast as they could, but the creature was hot on their heels. Suddenly, it stopped and let out an even louder growl. It had grabbed a large fallen tree from the ground and was now using it to hit against an even larger tree. Growling louder and louder, the creature seemed determined to make sure that Ryan and Tim didn't escape. The two friends were terrified and had no idea what to do. Tim and Ryan stood in the dark forest, their hearts pounding as they heard a low rumbling sound getting closer and closer. As they slowly turned around, they saw a massive figure looming in the shadows. It was a Sasquatch, its huge, muscular body standing taller than the tallest tree. Its massive fists were clenched and ready to attack, and it seemed to be staring right at them. Tim and Ryan were both frozen in fear, unable to move or even speak. They could feel their hearts racing, and a chill ran down their spines as they watched the creature approach them. As they stood there, they knew they had to do something to protect themselves, but their fear had taken over and they were unable to move. Suddenly, the Sasquatch let out an ear-piercing roar that echoed through the forest. Tim and Ryan's eyes widened as the creature lunged forward with its powerful fists, ready to attack. But before it could reach them, something strange happened. A series of gunshots rang out into the night. Startled, the boys looked around, but all they saw was a dark silhouette running away from the sound. The two boys, scared and confused, were about to go investigate when a gruff voice shouted at them. You boys shouldn't be here, the voice said. The boys turned to see a park warden standing before them. He had an intimidating presence, and Tim and Ryan immediately knew they were in trouble. The warden took them back to their camp and helped them pack up. As he drove them back to their car, he warned them, don't ever come back here again. Next time you won't be so lucky. Needless to say, Tim and Ryan never returned to the area again. They were haunted for the rest of their lives by that mysterious beast. All that remained was a feeling of unease, a reminder of the scary night in the woods that had changed the boys forever. Sometimes these monsters of legends that haunt our dreams are real. We may try and convince ourselves that they are just stories, but deep down we know that this is not the case. Until that fateful day when our biggest fears come to life and we come face to face with the mythological creatures of our nightmares. Be warned, these are not creatures to be taken lightly. They are powerful and sinister, and they will not show mercy. And this final frightening tale is about the legend of the Lizard Man. 
The town of New Hope had always been a peaceful place, nestled in the rolling hills of the countryside. But there was one spot that the townspeople avoided at all costs, Silver Lake. Legend had it that deep within the lake's murky depths, an ancient creature lay in wait. No one was brave enough to explore the lake and uncover its secrets. But the townspeople could not ignore its presence. As years passed, the lake's reputation for being cursed only grew. The townspeople of New Hope had heard the stories about Silver Lake for as long as anyone could remember. It is said to be a beautiful lake surrounded by an old-growth forest and pristine beaches. From a distance it looked so serene that it almost called out to people. But the townspeople knew better than to be lured in by this beauty, as they knew of the dangerous creature that inhabited those waters. The legend of the man-lizard was enough to keep everyone in the town away from the lake. He was said to be a half-man, half-reptile beast that lived in the darkest depths of Silver Lake. He had the ability to transform into any sort of creature he wanted, and was said to have killed many people over the years. The horror stories of this creature had been passed down through the generations, enough to keep even the bravest of souls away from Silver Lake. But despite the warnings, some of the more adventurous townspeople still couldn't help but be drawn in by the lake and its beauty. Legend has it that this man-lizard is a truly horrific sight. Its scaly reptilian skin glistens in the moonlight like a thousand tiny knives. Its razor-sharp claws and fangs were a menacing reminder of what it was capable of, and its eyes glowed with an intensity of fiery yellow that could freeze the blood of any who dared to look upon it. It had been roaming the area for centuries, leaving destruction in its wake wherever it went. Townspeople had tried to stop it, but none had been successful. Emily and Sarah had heard the rumors about Silver Lake. It was said that strange things happened there, and it was home to a myriad of mythical creatures and monsters. Despite all of the rumors, the two young girls were not afraid. They had always been curious and daring, and they were determined to get to the bottom of the mystery and see Silver Lake for themselves. The girls trudged through the murky forest, the only sound being the crunch of the dead leaves beneath their feet. The air was still and cold, a stark contrast to the bright summer day they had left behind. As they grew closer to their destination, the trees around them seemed to whisper secrets, and the shadows seemed to move and grow ever longer. Emily and Sarah had been walking for what felt like hours, but it had only been a few minutes since they'd stopped to admire the beauty of Silver Lake. As they spread out their picnic blanket and started to eat, they noticed a strange feeling in the air, one that made the hair on the back of their necks stand on end. It was as if something was watching them, something sinister and malevolent, something that had been hidden in the shadows of the lake until this very moment. The sun was setting, and dusk was quickly giving way to night. Emily and Sarah had no choice but to remain where they were, for the feeling of being watched had settled upon them like a heavy weight, and each passing moment only made it more and more oppressive. The wind rustled through the trees, and the waves lapped against the shore in a soothing rhythm, but the feeling of dread continued to grow. Suddenly, a distant howl pierced the night air. It was the sound of the beast, and it sent a chill down Emily and Sarah's spines. They looked around, searching for the source of the howl, but the only thing they could see was the dark outline of trees against the night sky. The howling continued, and Emily and Sarah knew they had to leave. The girls stopped in their tracks as they heard the sound of something emerging from the lake behind them. They slowly turned to see a massive and terrifying reptilian creature. Its eyes glowed with a brilliant yellow light, and its sharp, jagged teeth looked ready to devour anything that came near it. The creature stood still and stared at them, as if analyzing them and deciding what to do next. 
The girls were frozen in pure terror, unable to move. Suddenly, the creature let out a loud roar, its voice cutting through the crisp night air. Its sharp claws glinted in the moonlight, ready to strike. The girls screamed in terror, their voices desperate for help. They started to run away, but the creature was too fast. It lunged forward, and the girls felt its hot breath on their necks. They screamed again, this time louder than before. They ran faster, but it seemed like the creature was gaining on them. Unfortunately, these two girls were never seen again. The town of New Hope had been in a state of fear ever since the two girls, Sarah and Emily, had vanished without a trace. Everyone knew that something sinister was lurking in the woods near Silver Lake, and the search party that set off to look for the girls was filled with dread. As the search party reached the edge of the lake, they could see something in the trees that sent chills down their spines. It was the Lizard Man, a vile creature with sharp claws and a scaly green skin that glinted in the light of the setting sun. The creature held Sarah's backpack in its claws, almost taunting the search party to enter the dark woods. But no one dared. No one was willing to risk their lives to find out what happened to the girls, so they stood at the edge of the lake, watching in terror as the Lizard Man disappeared with Sarah's backpack into the trees. The search party returned to New Hope without the girls, leaving the townspeople to fear the worst. The mysterious disappearance of Sarah and Emily left a lasting impression on the town, and the villagers began to whisper stories of the lizard man who lurked in the woods near Silver Lake. No one knows what happened to the two girls, but the terror of the lizard man still haunts the town of New Hope to this day.